Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Many studs at the FCS level were able to find success from transferring from an FBS program. That was exactly the case for Isaiah Chambers from McNeese State, who was a four-star recruit coming out of high school and decided to go and play for Houston. After making a decision to leave, he ended up with the FCS program and has had a pretty productive time since making that transition. During his single season so far with McNeese State, he was able to rack up 14 tackles for loss and seven and a half sacks. Chambers spoke with host Ryan Roberts for this week's Spotlight Interview Edition of the NFL Draft Prospects Podcast. Before we get to that interview, though, folks, I need to tell you about Bet Online. The month of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it. From basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee ma- matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Now let's get to that interview with McNeese State defensive lineman Isaiah Chambers. Welcome to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast interview edition. You know it's a Thursday, so I'm bringing you some of the great interviews with some of the best football players in the nation. Of course, we are turning the page now on the 2021 NFL Draft, so we need to start looking for guys for next year, for 2022. I have here with me a young man that's been on the radar for a couple of years. He was a player who was a highly touted recruit coming out of MacArthur High School in Texas. I think I believe that is around the Houston area. I'm speaking with Isaiah Chambers, who is now at McNeese State. Defensive end, coming off a spring in seven games. I saw 14 tackles for loss, seven and a half sacks. Got my first introduction to him as a football player, not just the name after spending some time with the TCU program and then doing some really nice things for the University of Houston uh, for a couple years there. Isaiah, I appreciate you, man. Again, taking some time. Been a big fan of what I've been able to see of you so far, man, and appreciate you joining the show with me today. Appreciate you, Ryan. Absolutely, man. So I mentioned it, Isaiah. MacArthur High School, I kind of wanted to go there for a second and talk about you know just a little bit of your journey. Obviously, you were a guy that was highly recruited, a guy that I think your last year you had something like 21 sacks. You were rated by 24-7 sports, I think, number 129 in the country, which was like the highest that I saw you rank. So four-star kid, highly recruited. Talk to me a little bit about the recruitment coming out of MacArthur and why for you the first spot TCU was the best best decision for you to stay in the home state. Uh, Coming out of MacArthur, I had 28 offers. I got my first offer. As a sophomore from Oklahoma, uh, I took a little visit, narrowed it down. I, I realized that I wanted to stay close to home because I feel like family was important. 
and being close to my auntie, which is my legal guardian now. Uh, my auntie, because my parents passed away. She's my legal guardian. So I feel like I want to be close to her. Narrowed it down to probably like Baylor, Houston, and them, and uh, TCU. And I wound up going to TCU from the, from the start. Then my auntie got a little sick. She got on dialysis. So I decided to come back and transfer to Houston. And that took me to Houston. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that, that was gonna that was gonna be the next stop because I know you you spent a couple years at Houston and honestly, yeah. I say I went back to a little bit of the Houston tape from a couple years ago and I was really mm-hmm. impressed because we you spent yeah. honestly I think it was uh, 2018 you were part of the program originally after sitting out in 2017 I think you had like four and a half sacks and some limited yeah. next year 2019 yeah. you were you were tied for the team lead for Houston in sacks yeah. so talk to me just a little bit about your time at Houston and, and your development as a football player there after not uh, after red shirting as a freshman at TCU. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a, quite a journey. Like, of course, nobody want to sit on the bench. So at my first year I had to uh, sit on the bench red shirting and then I transferred to U of H and, you know, NCAA rules, I had to sit out again. So that next year I came off, I had about four and four and a half sacks in about four or five games. I got hurt into my season until my meniscus got hurt. Then that next year coming off, I kind of was like, uh, I, I just was kind of basically say overlooked. We got a new culture staff, and uh, I just wasn't on the depth chart where I like to be at. So I had limited reps coming in. I averaged my snaps. I averaged nine snaps a game. I ended up playing like 100, 110 snaps through the whole 2019 season. So, like, you know, they said, like, just make the best of what you can. I couldn't complain. I just tried to do what I can when I got in, and I ended up just leading the team in sacks time with the team leading sacks. So I just pretty much – when I got in, just made plays to do the best I can do. Yeah, and obviously you took you took full advantage of that. I mean, 110, sa- 110 snaps and you have five sacks. It's very productive, obviously. And I know you were a part of a defensive line there at Houston. I know Logan Hall is a guy that is on my radar moving forward a little bit. Obviously, yeah. Pey- Peyton Turner was just drafted in first the first, first round, 28th overall pick by the New Orleans Saints. Can you talk uh-huh. to me a little bit about the the just the defensive line while you were at Houston and how talented that group was? Because man, that was that, a deep unit. Yeah, that group that group was deep. I seen a lot of good guys come in. We had uh, Nick Thurman. Uh, of course, we had you know Ed Oliver, you know Peyton Turner. They got David Nini there, Pierce. Like it's a lot of good players there. Like a lot of talent, speed. It, it helps you a lot because we just compete. We talk mess to each other. We 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 work out drills. We all want to be first. Like it all goes hand in hand. And I know, obviously, the the first move you, you mentioned a little bit. It family, mm-hmm. you you wanted to get a little closer, obviously, to the Houston area to play, to play mm-hmm. with the Cougars. Now, take me through the next decision. You're going over to McNeese State, which yeah. obviously you had a very successful season that, um, this spring. But t- take me through that recruitment process and why McNeese was the best spot ultimately for this uh, decision. Oh, uh, I got. I saw when I uh, entered the portal, I. Got, Message from a lot of schools, uh, FBS, FCS, Power Five, pretty much everybody. And uh, I just talked to them, just trying to build a relationship with them, explaining to them that the type of player that I think I was, just being, you know, upfront with them, telling them that, like, I want to be the guy and take over because I always feel like I could take over. I've been feeling like that since, you know, everybody has that confidence, but I really just felt like I could come in and be that guy. So I just explained it to a lot of schools and I guess to kind of narrow my list down, I probably was down to like North Texas and actually Illinois and a couple more FCS schools. So I visited McNeese and it was with the visit went good. We got a good head coach there. And like, they had a plan for me. They discussed that they had a plan for me and they, they feel like I could come in and dominate and it was going to set me up to dominate. So I was like, man, I really need that. And I really would like to do that. Like, I feel like I could help them and they can help me. Same, like 
we was on the same page. So I ended up uh, coming in there like around, around the pandemic. That was the only school I got to visit because the pandemic. Like I took that visit and I had a plan to Louisiana Tech two weeks later and uh, and the pandemic stopped that. So I feel like everything just was meant to be. Yeah, no, I think that's a good way to think about it, Isaiah, because I mean, this past recruiting class, like we had guys committing to schools that, like you just said, like they had never visited never before, busy. you know? Like it's, yeah. it's nuts. I mean, how, how can you how can you picture yourself and envision yourself in a place that mm-hmm. you've never visited? Like that's yeah, pretty crazy t- to think about, yeah. you know? You can't even shake the coach's hand. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is pretty insane. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, like, let's, let's call it what it is. A recruitment is a, is a relationship building process, yeah. right? Like you're, you're trying to fill out the coaches. Like you said, they had a vision for you. Obviously mm. it all worked out. I know the pandemic outside of just the recruiting impact that it had, how difficult was it for you to, you know, obviously the season gets pushed to the spring. How tough was it for you and the team as a whole to have to work through the fall into the winter and kind of just keep an upbeat attitude about what the spring can bring. That, that, that actually was very difficult because of course, like we eager to play. I'm definitely eager to play. Cause I feel like, man, I'm like, man, I've been sitting out, get to Houston, get hurt. Then I finally get to play. I'm limited. I'm ready to go. You know, I'm ready to like explode on somebody. And then we get pushed back with the pandemic. And during while the pandemic happened, we actually like Charles area got hit two hurricanes. So yeah, that's, back and we it kind of made us really eager eager we was more thankful like we was like all right like like we got our football field taken away from us we got price taken away from us like when we get in there like it's business it's business time when we get to play you know what i mean yeah absolutely and i I know it's it's got it had to be a lot of fun because i know i know it's like you know not the perfect world having to play in the spring but i mean you're the only people playing football which is kind of cool when you think about it you know yeah you get uh, different weather because, you know, we down south, you get different type of weather. It's not as hot as it usually be down here in Texas or Louisiana. And then, yeah, like you said, like we got a lot of media and a lot of like our games on ESPN. You know what I mean? Like you go watch your games, your family go watch a game. That was very convenient. Very fortunate for that, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And Isaiah, <laughs> obviously, I wanted to, you know, paint this picture for everyone because I think that you're a outstanding player that's going to be on a lot of people's radars, obviously moving forward to your eventual transition to the NFL mm-hmm. for players that for people, I should say for viewers that have not seen you play, I, I'm going to kind of lay it out. We got six, five, two fifty, very athletic, bendy, mm-hmm. physical, powerful for you. What do you think kind of sets you apart as a football player? Uh, I feel like I'm very uh, relentless and I feel like I can use my hands very good. I can pass rush area. I feel like I feel like I like uh, I can get there consistently and get to the quarterback consistently. And like anytime we play a game, like I feel like I'm beating the offensive tackle the most when I watch a game. Like I'm I'm consistently beating any tackle we play and and better than Diddy Lyman or basically in the whole game. I feel like I consistently do it anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. And what what would you say being able to play this year? How important was it for your development as a football player playing, you know, in seven games, but playing a, a, obviously a high volume of snaps? How mm. important was it for your development as a football player? And what do you think are kind of the biggest improvements you've seen in your game now? Oh, for sure. I think definitely playing all that time. Like, of course, you got to uh, you got you get more energy. Like over time, you got to get more and get used to playing. So my legs definitely had to get underneath me. And then for sure, just improving on the run game, just being stout and like not letting nobody move you pretty much. I had to like approve on that. And I feel like I did better 
put an emphasis on it this season. Just just being stout in a run and just just putting the hat on somebody. Mm-hmm. And if I had to ask you, who are some players that you like to model your game after? I know we, we actually had Peyton on our draft show, and he kind of mentioned he was like, uh, you know, Cam Jordan. Uh, Cam Jordan's kind of been my guy, and that I get to kind of learn from him. For you, who are yeah. some players? It could be growing up, could be now. Who are some guys that you like to emulate? To uh, okay, I, I for sure, I for sure. He's not that much older than me, but I for sure like Miles Garrett. I love Miles Garrett like, ever since he came from that high school in uh, Arlington. I liked him. I was following him for a long time. Like I was like, man, this kid a freak. Like the stuff he do. Uh, I liked the Jadavion Clowney for sure. Robin and DT, I liked the him for sure. Who else did I like? Uh, Arden Key, I like the is like that twitchy guys that could be. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, obviously LSU, so that's kind of right in McNeese's backyard a little bit too. So. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, g- great people to emulate. Obviously, Miles Garrett is the, is the best in the business of what he does right best now. Business. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, as far as defensive ends, there's no guy. I feel like every interior defensive lineman I talk to says Aaron Donald. Every defensive Aaron end Donald. I talk to, it's Miles Garrett. You My, yeah, you can't go wrong just watching him. Oh, absolutely not. And not kind of kind of looking forward, Isaiah. Everything got a little jumbled. I'm sure maybe the 2021 NFL draft may have been in your future, but you know, with the cancellation of the spring. We're looking now at 2022 NFL draft. How excited are you for that process? And maybe more importantly, how excited are you just to get back to a normal fall season and to show everyone again on a full volume of snaps, how special of a player you are? Oh yeah. I'm very excited. You know, we always dream of this as a kid, you know, growing up had a little setbacks, but I feel like I'm really excited, anxious, and uh, I'm really ready for the fall season to play some more games, play some big schools. We got LSU on the schedule and stuff like that. And we play like Division II national champions. So, like, I'm really excited to get back at it and compete. And we talked a little bit about the improvements that you've had in your game already. Now, Mm. taking that next step, now that we saw, again, in seven games, seven and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss, obviously dominant season in this spring for McNeese. But for you now to be the best possible player that Isaiah Chambers can be, what's the next step? What do you feel like are the next improvements in your game? Uh, I feel like what else can I what else can I do? I did. I guess we, I could get better on the run in the pass for sure. But I just got to be even more dominant. Like I gotta have quarters, just straight quarters, just being dominant. Like just being the best player. Like, I just want to leave no doubt in the future. I could be more relentless. I feel like I got room to be more relentless. Like and everything, just being more. I'm just taking up another notch. I feel like. And again, I'm here with Isaiah Chambers, defensive lineman out of McNeese State, who I believe is one of the more talented defensive linemen to come out of the FCS rank in the last couple of years. Isaiah, kind of the last question I have for you, mentioned a little bit, but I believe obviously you're going to have a very good opportunity to play professional football here in the relatively near future. So just kind of looking back on it for a second, how long has that been a dream? Is there a moment where like it clicked in your mind? Like, I think I could do that one day. I just kind of want to get the scope of how much of a blessing that would be for you. Oh yeah. I think, uh, I think for sure. I've been dreaming about this since like fifth grade, just seeing everybody get drafted. Uh, Vince Young is from my city. I kind of follow his career kind of just seeing him get drafted and then having like family members that went to school with him and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, like that's a kid from my city, inner city, big city like me and like he made it, went to school and made it. So every day and I was like, man, like I, I want to do the same thing he does. So I watch stuff like that. And I was like, man, like it's capable. If he could do it, I could do it. I just got to put in the work. You know what I mean? 
So, yeah. like, pretty much at that moment, I was like, man, because I watched him literally from Madison High School to Texas to uh, Tennessee Titans and then him come and play in Houston Texans. And I'm just watching him. That probably was the moment when he ran that overtime run and he slammed his helmet on the ground when he played us. And I'm like, God, like, <laughs> that literally be me, like, for real, like. Yeah, I'll probably say that moment right there. Just watching Vince Young and watching him score the overtime run, I was like, man, like that's literally almost like me. Like, nah, I, I love it, man. And kind of the last thing I actually want to leave you on is, is I know obviously this is a team sport. So McNeese State, I think, has a lot of talent, obviously, coming back in the fall. Um, mentioned a little bit before we start, you know, playing with like a guy like a Cody Orgeron, obviously, <laughs> you know, he was a fantastic dual threat quarterback. How excited is the team about the possibilities and what are your expectations as a football team and what you guys can accomplish? Oh uh, yeah, we're very excited. We, uh, got a little taste of the spring. It didn't go as much as we wanted to, but like, we just got to put all the pieces together and just, uh, improve on little stuff, like little stuff that we've been struggling with, like. I pretty I feel like this football this summer would be big for us because like we didn't have a, a summer we didn't have a, we didn't have a lot of we had a little summer we didn't have football school we didn't have a lot of film sessions before and we have spring football so I feel like having all that having a spring season then coming around having a whole summer nice fall camp just being prepared for what you was expected would be good for the team we probably looking to win conference make a splash in conference and just get back on track really. Yeah, uh, and I'm looking forward to a little normalcy getting back to a complete fall season. Again, joined by Isaiah Chambers, star defensive end out of McNeese State. Isaiah, appreciate it so much, man. This was right. awesome just getting a little bit of background on everything, and I, I wish you the best of luck, man. Do, do a fantastic it, job. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.